The secret to rest is also the same secret to work. Find out on this episode of Inverse. Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hey everyone, you're watching Inverse. My name is Justin Kim. We're so happy that you decided to join us this week on our episode on Sabbath. And we're talking about Sabbath preparation. You may be wondering, what is Sabbath preparation? Or your other response may be, I've been doing that since forever. We're going to talk about the spiritual principles behind preparation. And that's really the key, the secret to rest and the secret to work is to be prepared. So in the uh, studio, we have Israel, Jonathan, and Siku with us. Hello, guys. Hello. Hi. And we're going to pray and we're going to get into the Bible study. We want to encourage you to go to inversebible.org and download the Bible study guides and you can study along with us. We are under the study guide called Reflections on the Sabbath, reflections on the Sabbath. Let's go to Exodus chapter 16, verses 1 through 5, 4 and 5, 1 through 3. Let's read it all. And but before we do so, we'll ask the Lord to bless us. So Israel, can you lead us out, please? Sure. Father in heaven, we want to thank you so much for the wonderful and beautiful gift of the Sabbath. And as we read your word today to understand more about it, we ask for your presence in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, Jonathan, oh, yeah. can you kind of give us kind of an air flyby of what we've covered? Not every single thing, because we've covered kind of random stuff, random thoughts, mm -hmm. but just give a general general review of what we talked about yeah, so far. Yeah, uh, certainly. So we have been uh, focusing obviously on the Sabbath, but mm -hmm. the Sabbath, uh, not so much apologetically, mm -hmm. you know, this Bible verse and this Bible verse and all the Bible verses about the Sabbath, trying to prove that the Sabbath is you know, God's special day, and it's on the seventh day. We were talking more about the spirit of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. uh, what goes along with it very practically? What does that look like, Sabbath keeping? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, today we're talking about preparing. And, um, and, but we've also looked at uh, some of the more uh, spiritual aspects of the Sabbath that have to do with our personal walk with the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, how does our relationship throughout the week impact Sabbath keeping? Mm -hmm. What is the connection between Sabbath and, you know, Monday and Tuesday mm -hmm. and Thursday and all these days? Mm -hmm. awesome. uh, so uh, <laughs> these connections, I've really appreciated that because uh, it just shows that the Sabbath is not just another checklist thing that we do, but it's, it, it's just connected to every aspect of our walk with God. Mm -hmm. So yeah, kind of like an over, mm -hmm. mini overview here for yeah, me. Yeah. yeah, amen, amen. So uh, preparation is the topic at hand. That which you prepare for is that which you think is important, that which you respect. Mm. Uh, you just don't get married like, you know, in three minutes. You prepare for your marriage and you prepare, or your wedding, I should say, <laughs> uh, and your marriage as well. Uh, but uh, when it comes to Sabbath, I've noticed that when Sabbath is, when we don't prepare for Sabbath and just Sabbath, all of a sudden, mm -hmm. boom, it's Friday night. I'm like, <laughs> oh no, it's not that climactic of experience and valued as uh, when we prepare it for it on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, as you, all the days of the week that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, actually in the Hebrew sense, they call Sunday six days until Sabbath and Friday, Monday five days, five days until Sabbath. Four days, to, I don't know the math works. Anyway, whatever the days are, that's what they reference to on, on Friday night being the climax of the week. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's cool that we don't, that we should, we should not, you know, reference the, 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 the Teutonic gods on Saturday, Monday, Moon Day, and, right. and, and Odin's Day, but, uh, but on the Sabbath being referenced. But anyway, I'll shut up and we'll go to <laughs> Exodus chapter 16, and we find a story, a narrative, where preparation is kind of the main motif. So for pickup, we'll start from verse, um, let's, yeah, let's just read verse 4 and 5. And uh, Siku, can you read that for us? Sure. It says, Then the Lord said to Moses, 
Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day, that I may test them, whether they will walk in my law or not. And it shall be on the sixth day that they shall prepare what they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. All right. Sika, what's going on in that story? Why twice on verse 5? So the children of Israel are yeah. on their way. They've left Egypt. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, six, chapter 16 comes before chapter 20 in mm. Exodus. So this is before they reach Mount Sinai and, you know, the law is reiterated to them. So mm -hmm. there's obviously some concept. They have some notion of the law of God even before they get to Sinai. Mm -hmm. um, and what's happening here is God is going to provide food for them, rain food from heaven. Mm -hmm. um, but he tells them that the manna, every day, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. manna from heaven, every day that they're going to collect uh, food sufficient for their needs mm -hmm. um, for that day. But on one day of the week, on the sixth day, mm -hmm. they should collect double for what they need that day and for the next day. Mm -hmm. Any other day, if they collect more than they need, it's, it goes bad, it rots, it stinks. Mm -hmm. um, but on the sixth day, if they don't collect enough, nothing falls on, on the Sabbath, mm -hmm. on the seventh day. Um, and the miracle is it doesn't go bad. That's mm -hmm. the one day of the week that mm -hmm. it, it is fresh when they wake up the next day. So the nature of the miracle actually changes from of which day it is. Mm -hmm. So if it's on a Sunday through a Friday, it, it's preserved or it's, it, 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 not preserved. it's not preserved, but on Saturday or on Friday, on, on, on the Sabbath day, it is preserved. Right. <laughs> Just make sure you get that right. Yeah, so it's a, it's a dual miracle there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, very cool, very cool. What are some principles that we can get from Sabbath keeping? And we, uh, we talked about preparation, but also some, some deeper elements here. I think the, the first principle we can talk about is the one that you just mentioned, mm -hmm. the fact that the, the nature of God's miracle constantly changes. Mm. So God gives, it's a miracle that we can work every day. It's a miracle that God gives us the opportunity to provide for ourselves in a certain way. Mm. We, and by the way, you know, when they were collecting the manna, God was still testing them, right? Mm. Testing their understanding that this manna that they had still required dependence upon Him, even though it required dependence on them to, to gather it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So in a way, that's the way work is, right? We go to work, there's a certain amount, amount of human effort plus divine power that is combined mm -hmm. to give us success in our So even though that we're working, we're working hard, diligently, it is God that's blessing behind right. the scenes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not always a reality that's always uh, on, the, on, the, on the front burner, but it's something right. that... It's not on the forefront about. of our minds, especially nowadays, right? But, it, but in, especially in a, in a community where you're literally planting and harvesting your own food, you understand mm -hmm. that dynamic more easily, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I need to plant that seed, but it's not guaranteed that it's going to produce fruit. Mm -hmm. And so in the very same way, when we labor, we must remember and understand it's a test, a, a daily test that takes place, that it is God who gives us the strength, that it is God who gives us the mind, mm. that it is God who gives us the opportunity to work. Yeah. And when we combine our human effort with His divine power, then we achieve success. Mm -hmm. That miracle continues Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm -hmm. And then on Sabbath, the nature of that miracle changes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. God is still giving us the ability to live. God is still sustaining us. God is still giving us a, a place to live. But the nature of that miracle goes from work to complete and total dependence. Mm -hmm. And so I think the first principle is the miracle is always there even though its nature might change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I find it interesting that um, God provides for His people here in a very interesting way, um, in a way that is always sufficient, always enough for what they need. Mm -hmm. They don't need to worry about, okay, 
I need to gather extra amount of mana so that you know I have for the rest of the week. No, you have enough for each day. Mm. And there's a principle for me that is is core to our walk with the Lord that when we enter into this covenant with Him, when we enter into a relationship with Jesus, a surrender relationship, that's what the Israelites did. They surrendered to God's guidance as they left Egypt. He took them miraculously through the Red Sea and is now providing for them in a very difficult place, the desert. And so as we walk with the Lord, as we surrender to Him, we can have the assurance that there will be sufficient for whatever we need. God will provide. And that's what He did here for the Israelites. He provided enough for each day and then extra portion for the Sabbath so that we would keep the Sabbath holy. Um, this is something that I, you know, I can take great comfort in and it directly connects to the Sabbath too because if you don't have to worry about you know, what you need, I think of Matthew chapter 6 here, you know, and, 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 and Jesus says, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. You know, I, ha- you will, I will take care f- with what you need for today. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't have to worry about that, I can rest in a, you know, from my physical needs in God, mm-hmm. right? I can have the assurance that He will provide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I think of, you know, the pandemic that we've been going through. And uh, if you remember the, the toilet paper shortage, right? Everyone is going crazy buying up all this stuff, not just toilet paper, also, you know, sourdough and all the things. Well, for those of us in the United States, we had a toilet paper shortage. It wasn't just here. I mean, really? my family in Europe had similar oh. issues. Yeah. Others was a bread or water, yeah. but in the United States, it was toilet paper. It was toilet paper, yeah. <laughs> which is all very interesting. Great necessity of America. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, you, just, you could just see that, you know, people, when there is a crisis, there is a difficult situation, mm. people freak out. There's just human nature. We, 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 we want to make sure we have enough, right? Mm. And then so we overdo it. And God is saying, don't worry. I'll, you know, I'll provide for mm-hmm. your needs. This was what the people of Israel went through here mm-hmm. uh, in this very you know, 4D illustration of, of our spiritual walk with mm-hmm. God. Yeah. And it's awesome because it, it, it actually anticipates, uh, as you were speaking, what hit me is it anticipates a greater crisis in life. Yeah. You know? we, it's almost like we meet that crisis every single week. How am I going to survive these, this day? How am I going to survive tomorrow if I don't collect food for, uh, if, if I'm not able to collect food that day? Mm-hmm. How am I going to be able to get the good grades in school if everybody else, ev- everyone else around me is studying and I'm not? How am I going to, and, and these mm. provide a weekly crisis, mm. not knowing that God is strengthening our ability to handle crisis for when a real crisis in life comes, mm-hmm. we're not having to depend on God from, from scratch, but we have built up, oh, I've been I've been depending on God all my life. I understand what this looks like now and I have the strength and the ability to depend on him in this kind of a situation. This is something, by the way, that the preparation of the Sabbath was not just for the parents, but it was something to be passed down to their children. Mm -hmm. And one of the strongest memories that I have in my adult life was my my father was a truck driver and uh, he lost his job and he was now looking for a new job. But something happened in that he lost his uh, his ability to work, his license. And so as he was looking for a place to work, there was a company that offered him a job even though he was not qualified to to be able to drive. They said, look, you can come to the company and we'll allow you to park the trucks in the parking lot until you're uh, you're able to secure your driver's license. And this was a big deal for us because he's the he was the number one you know uh, source of income in our home. Mm. And so this was a big deal. My brother and I were in the car waiting while my dad is interviewing, mm. and he came back, and and I remember the look on his face. He didn't get the job mm. because what happened was they said you you have to work in the evenings, and obviously Friday night is 
you know, a, a time that you have to work. Now, once you're able, in a few months, once you're able to have your own uh, truck to drive, you won't have to do this anymore, but there are a few months. Mm. And when my father explained to them, I can't because I have to keep the Sabbath, the person that was interviewing him was furious, like, I'm, I'm doing you a favor. How could you, you know, be so thankless and so forth and so on? And I remember my dad explaining to that, explaining that to me as a young person. It was one of the proudest moments in that I had for my dad because I knew this is hard. It's hard for him to do. So long story short, what ended up happening is he didn't get the job. But as a result of that, on his way home and through the well, next so hold few a, weeks. Hold a thought okay. as a result of that. We won't hear the conclusion of this, but we yeah. do have to take a break. And I was waiting for a suspenseful time to, to interrupt you. Well, we, we, we need to take uh, this break, so stay with us. My name is Justin Kim, and you're watching Inverse. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. Welcome back. Israel? Yeah. So I was telling how, you know, my he was trying to get a job. My father was trying to get a job and yeah. he wasn't able to because of the Sabbath. Yeah. Now, to make things even more challenging, I was transitioning over into high school, mm. which meant that our school bill was going to go higher. Mm. And so this was a very tense time in, in our home. I remember, though, watching my dad relate to the Sabbath issue and, and, and working things out, and the church was praying for our family and so forth and so on. And when that, what ended up happening after that was a clear, I can still, I can still remember the clear transition that took place. My, my father, instead of having to work for a company, was able to somehow secure his own uh, truck. Mm. And that was actually the beginning of him being able to open his own truck driving business, mm. where he was able to purchase more trucks, able to get more, hire more people. And as a result of that, he was able to pay not only for my high school education, for, but for my college education. And there was a clear shift from that moment on mm. in terms of the wealth that my family was able to accumulate. Mm -hmm. And it was a test the miracle was the same, right? Over and over and over. God has always provided in the past. He will continue to provide. But that Sabbath issue was clearly a demarcation that I was able to see in the life of my own father. And it was something that I made a commitment in my life. By the grace of God, I will always stand true to the truth that I know of serving God no matter what in a moment of crisis and in a moment of ease. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful wow. illustration. Even made more beautiful as your father and it's past, been passed down to you, whether intentional or unintentional, regardless, it's, it's you have had that uh, effect on, upon, yeah. his, uh, upon his sons. Uh, I want, I think it illustrates very much the principle of divine cooperation. Yeah, we got to do what we got to do. We don't do what God has not permitted us to do as your father who did it, who kept the Sabbath no matter what. But, uh, but we still have to go out there and, and get another truck. I mean, we, we can't just wait for the truck to fall out of the sky. And we see that uh, a lot of these are New Testament principles, again, that we find already in the Old Testament. The day already has enough. Uh, sufficient is the evil thereof. Mm -hmm. So just do what you got to do on that day. God has given you enough miracles and grace on that day, mm -hmm. and God will take care of you the rest of the week. Yeah, it's, it's so cool that there's New Testament and Old Testament synergy already happening, a synchrony there. I think it was a powerful illustration, mm -hmm. you know, about Israel's uh, father's faithfulness because the, tr the struggle that we have fundamentally is trusting God, that he will provide for us so we can depend on him. So we 
take it upon ourselves to provide for our needs, you know. So that day they were just supposed to collect what was sufficient for that day, but they end up hoarding, mm -hmm. you know, and being afraid toilet paper is going to run out and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but God said it in verse 4, that I may test them at the end of verse 4, that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. Mm -hmm. This was a, a test of trust. Like, are they going to trust me? So what it takes to obey God, actually, you know, we sometimes think, you know, obedience to God means like, I got to grit my teeth, you know, I got to work hard, I got to... But in reality, what it takes for us to obey God is to learn to trust Him. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's one of the fundamental Important. lessons here. And the, the, the lesson of preparing for Sabbath and, and all of this is, are you going to trust me? Mm -hmm. Are you going to trust me? And over and over again, it's like God asks us over and over again, do you trust me? Do you mm. trust me? Will you trust me in this situation? Mm -hmm. And every day, not just every week, but every day when, when we orient our lives to this one day a week, which he says, on this day, you're not going to work. Therefore, you have to prepare for what it's going to take in order for you to keep the Sabbath holy. Then every day when we are obeying him, we are saying, I trust you. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's beautiful that in this trusting God, you know, we struggle with, you know, what's God's part and my part? You know, what mm. does it mean? I do nothing. I mean, it's very clear here. You have to go out and collect the manna. Mm -hmm. I provide the manna. Mm -hmm. I give you strength to go and mm -hmm. pick yeah. up the manna. So mm -hmm. you are involved in the experience. You, there's no merit to you. Like you didn't make the manna, you know, mm -hmm. that it's all God and the manna is there for you to pick. But you actually have it's to go out. Role. Yes, yeah. as a human role, you participate in the experience of picking and up, of collecting the manna. And that participation, uh, I think, calls for not just a mediocre participation. It's not just, oh, okay, I'll pick a little manna, right? God is clearly saying there's a quota you have to pick up to provide for, for mm -hmm. your needs, you know? And uh, really, this is a call to excellence in everything we do throughout the week. So Sabbath keeping really uh, is directly connected in how we spend the week with God. Mm -hmm. uh, are we living uh, up to His call on us? You know, when God commands us to do something, He also provides the power. I think has become clear uh, over the, the time that we've been discussing this topic. But here He's not calling for mediocre participation. He's calling, hey, you, you do what you have to do. I'm providing, but you have a role to play. And and that, I believe, uh, requires from us a fundamental shift in the way we look at our lives and the week. Often we think Sabbath and Sabbath keeping is just, you know, a, a compartment of my life. That's, that's this aspect on the weekend when really the entire life is focused on, you know, if it's focused on Jesus, it's, it, that culminates in the sub Sabbath. The Sabbath mm -hmm. is, 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 is the end of the week, but also the beginning of the week. It's, mm -hmm. it's foundation and climax, you know. Um, and in that... Um, you know, I, I like how Paul puts it in Colossians, you know, set your mind on things that are above. So um, a shift, a mind shift, ha or, or what is, a shift of worldview has to take place where I'm saying, hey, I'm, I'm living with Christ every day mm -hmm. and I will do my best every day knowing that He's providing for my needs um, and I will live with excellence doing His will uh, because that will then, you know, God's faithfulness through all of this is then um, highlighted in the Sabbath as well. So it, it connects, and I think this is a very important lesson that we, we need to uh, There's embrace. a lot of people who, who, in the name of spirituality, mm -hmm. they don't get into excellence. In yeah. the name of spirituality, they don't do preparation. They just say, hey, as the Spirit wills, as the Spirit. There is a, a, uh, an element of when the Holy Spirit comes and overrides human planning and mm -hmm. human uh, uh, 
what, whatever we've done, right? Mm -hmm. And he has every right to do that. But there's another element where the other extreme is, well, because he's going to do that, well, I won't do anything at all and allow him, or God, dis God approves of my haphazard, let me let do it last minuteness. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of uh, cool principles that, that I like to apply for my, um, my personal life. In verse uh, 5, chapter 16, verse 5, mm. it says that it shall be on the sixth day that they should prepare what they should bring in. So it's mm -hmm. many ways, in order to keep the seventh day, you have to keep the sixth day, mm -hmm. right? And then you compare that with, with Sabbath, I just, or, or the creation narrative, I just love, because on days one, two, and three, mm -hmm. God created light and the sky and the, 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 the earth, yeah. and those three were in preparation for four, five, and six, yes. yeah? So, I, don't, I can use the diagram, but <laughs> one parallels with four, yeah. sun and moon and stars, two parallels with five, with the, the sky and the sea animals, and then day three parallels with day six with the land animals. Right, this is all elementary uh, creation, uh, Sabbath school, beginners, whatever. <laughs> but God prepares, yeah. he plans, he does not procrastinate. Yeah. That which he needs on the sixth day was originally planned for on the third day, which was planned by the first day, and then that composite prepares for the seventh day, mm -hmm. right? But we as Christians who believe in the seventh day and, and God as creator should mimic that attribute of him as well. Yeah. And also leave space for the Holy Spirit to, to lead, of course. Of course. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, uh, and then I think that's, that's I'm adding a, another element of excellence. Yes. Mm -hmm. Not only doing, gathering the manna well and what you're going to need, mm -hmm. but preparing requires forethought, requires yeah. thinking, processing, future, time, estimates, pattern recognition, purpose, mm -hmm. teleology, all these things, is, it's, it's you receiving the mind of God, of organization in that respect. Mm -hmm. And take it from a master procrastinator like me, uh, this is something where sanctification really needs to kick in, <laughs> in, my, my, in my opinion, um, to, to help me to, to not do things in the last minute, but to do them steadily, you know? Uh, how does the, the saying go, steady wins the race or something like sure. that, right? Uh, it, yeah, <laughs> right. But um, this is something that God believes in process. We see that in creation. We see that in salvation. We see it because He is with us in time. Mm. And He works with us in time and He's always on time, right? Mm. Prophetic clock, it's ticking and he's, He knows when to step in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that teaches me so much about um, how to keep the Sabbath with my time management throughout the week. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate bringing it out. Mm -hmm. I think we also have to understand that Sabbath is a time of celebration. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you think about not just the weekly Sabbath, but the Jubilee, all of these different yeah. things, the, re the yeah. whole point why he was asking us to rest was because it's a time of celebration. Mm -hmm. Celebration of God as creator, celebration of God as redeemer, mm -hmm. celebration as God the provider, ce celebration mm -hmm. as God the center of our relationships. And, and, and when you think about the Sabbath within the context of celebration, it also then requires us to think about the fact that every moment that we celebrate is a moment that we plan for, right? Every, mom, every moment worth celebrating is a, mom, is a moment worth planning for. And that has been, a comp that has been very helpful in my shifting mm. towards observing the Sabbath. Before it used to be like, all right, I got time, I got time, I got time, I got time. <laughs> all right, boom. Sabbath is in a minute. Let's let's get holy. Let's get holy. Let's pray. Everybody, let's pray. You holy, you holy, you holy. Everybody holy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody sorry. All right, let's go. Right? Lord, we are here, ready for your presence. Ah. Ah, right? And, and, and that has changed as I've understood the beauty of the Sabbath and, and the meaning of God's you know, desire to be with us, to mm -hmm. tabernacle with us. Mm -hmm. 
it, it began to change. I kind of started thinking like, you know, we, we have now a, ce a celebratory meal. We want a special meal for the Sabbath. We want a special drink for the Sabbath. We only gave kids juice on Sabbath, right? Mm -hmm. They call it Sabbath juice. All of these different things, right? <laughs> we bought instruments that we play on the Sabbath. <laughs> Everything shifted from from preparing like cleaning the toilets and cleaning the house to let's get let's let's mm. think about how we can make this day as special as possible mm. so that we can enjoy the company of each other and the presence of God and so yeah. I think it's important for us to think about preparation not just in the light of 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 being ready to not do nothing when the Sabbath comes mm. but let's get ready to celebrate the beauty of the Sabbath mm. every week and um, uh, just going with that, you know, in thinking about pre preparing in a positive light, not mm. just like to not do um, mm -hmm. certain mm -hmm. things. Not on a defensive way, but right. on a proactive way. Right, yeah. And so even thinking, um, spiritually speaking, um, Sabbath, yes, it's a day to reflect and reset. We've talked about the reset, mm -hmm. but it's not the day that you make up for not having time with Jesus all week, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. It's you know, if you have a, an anniversary coming up with a, sp a loved one, like with your spouse or whatever, if the anniversary comes up and like the entire year you've just been yelling at each other, like you know, there's, you never spend time together, the anniversary is not something to celebrate. It's yeah. it's really like, oh man, I can't believe it's been all these years and we're still here. <laughs> We've been you married know? for this long. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, but what makes it special is the time that you actually spend together every day and then that's a culmination of of the experience so even the spiritual preparation in spending time with god even throughout the week that's part of our preparation for a, a blessed sabbath experience mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Good, along, uh, along those lines uh, preparation also prepares us for Jesus's second coming. Yes. Yeah? So this whole uh, anniversary illustration, it totally makes sense that here we are, oh, hey, Jesus is coming, but we don't prepare for it or not prepared for the mindset or in our lives. There is that, there is that, that parallel as well. Uh, Sabbath is described in the Bible as blessed, as holy, as sanctified, as hallowed. What other element in scripture is identified with those adjectives? And God uh, places a premium on the Sabbath day, and we should as well by preparing for it. That's our prayer, hopefully that's yours. Hopefully you've been inspired to look at the Sabbath in a different light. We wanna encourage you to continue studying the topic of the Sabbath and with our inverse Bible study guides and joining us here in the Hope Channel Studios by watching it inverse. Thanks for joining us, we'll see you next week when we continue our topic on the Sabbath day. God bless you. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by The Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media 
hashtag InverseBible. Until next time, this is Inverse.